Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Sending a message to uh, sending a message, the United States announces deployment of a nuclear capable of submarine to the Middle East. What does this mean? It's it's, it's been fascinating to watch this chessboard of behavior from the United States, from Israel, and from those in the region as as this continues to evolve. Doctor Ayel Pinko, he's a former senior in uh, in the intelligence office. He's a Senior Research Fellow at the Begin Sadat Center for Strategic Studies. A very, very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing? I'm okay. Thank you very much, and it's my pleasure being here. Thank you so much. So this this is it, it's fascinating because from the moment this war started on October seventh, we saw unequivocal support from the United States. We see them moving in a a fleet. Uh, we've seen them. Uh, we've seen Biden saying, "If you're thinking about getting involved." Don't. Uh, we've seen visit after visit by the United States to Israel, and now we're hearing reports of the moving of a nuclear-capable submarine. Give us your sense of how this is currently playing out and the messaging behind all of this. Yeah. First, uh, we need to remember that uh, <clears throat> you know it's it's very easy to say, okay, this is the Israeli-Hamas uh, war. But I think it's much more than that because uh, we see the involvement of uh, other superpower in this um, um, campaign of war. Uh, we see that there is, uh, for example, this week there was uh, a meeting uh, between China, Iran and Russia in order to coordinate the next move uh, of the war. So this is much, much more than only a war between Israel and Hamas. There is uh, really a war between superpowers and uh, I do believe that it's also being uh, related to what is happening in Ukraine, that uh, Russia is trying to uh, take the, uh, the world at intention from what is happening there. Uh, so uh, it's a good time from there. And Iran, which is, um, you know, Iran is the, the, the superpower that, uh, the regional superpower that drives everything away. So um, it's much more than and Hamas, and it's a, it's a war between the free world and uh, the, the uh, evil of, uh, the Axis evil, which is Russia, China, and Iran. You see the involvement of Pakistan, of North Korea. We we found we- North Korean weapons in the Gaza Strip. So it's much more than, than that. And part of the involvement of the U.S. or sending forces over there is to show power and to, to bring some deterrence to the region, um, saying or saying, sending the message to Hezbollah not to open the war or not to start more than what they do until today. And so, they did. So, so what was interesting was on Friday when, Nasrallah spoke, there was this great anticipation in terms of what he was going to say and what he was going to indicate. What it seemed to say was that uh, we either are not ready to get involved or we've got no interest in getting involved, even though they have had an interest because they continue to uh, keep the the northern front the northern front active, but somehow there there, there was a message in it that i couldn 't quite Fathom, what do you think he was saying? I think it's a, I think it's a, a complicated situation for Hezbollah uh, from one side. Um, Hezbollah um, is getting orders from Iran to start uh, engaging the war. Iran is over there 
Uh, only this week, uh, the head of the Iranian uh, Revolution Guard uh, Corps were there. Mm. So there is a um, huge pressure from Iran to start the war. Secondly, uh, from from inside, you know, um, Hezbollah showing, presenting himself as the savior of Lebanon. Right. And what is happening since 2020 that um, Hezbollah only um, ruined Lebanon. Uh, there is a big financial crisis over there. The explosion in the airport in September uh, 2020 dis- totally destructed uh, the uh, Lebanese economy. And the will for bringing uh, good economy, good prosperity with the gas rigs that they uh, uh, thought it would come, only three weeks ago uh, it was vanished. And there was no gas that was found in the sea. So Hezbollah politically and economically inside Lebanon is a very bad situation. The other factor, the third one, which yeah. everything is complicated in the Middle East. Of course. And the third factor is uh, uh, the fact that Hezbollah do not, doesn't want to engage immediately with Israel. Uh, I think it was a setup uh, that, you know, they understood that with this kind of attack, with uh, 3,000 people, terrorists, that enter uh, the Gaza into uh, Israel, butchered and slaughtered 1,400 people, uh, two hostages. Uh, this, in this situation, Israel cannot stand aside and said, OK, let's make some uh, peace negotiation. It's, it's a huge uh, terror attack that was never seen in the world, uh, Second World War. So Hezbollah understand that now the intention of the Israeli forces are in Gaza. It will be a good time to start. So there, you know, it's a mixture of things. Uh, I have uh, some f- assessment that uh, in the next uh, Saturday we are going to uh, to have another uh, attack, uh, massive attack from the south. So I do believe uh, it's only the starting point of that. So if uh, you know in, uh, this Saturday it's November 11. It's, uh, they are celebrating the Shahid uh, Day. Right. It's a Memorial Day for Yasser Arafat. I do believe that we are going to face another, uh, the second phase of the massive attack in the next few days. Is that uh, is that accepted in uh, in in the Israeli intelligence community that November the 11th is is a day to be very wary of? I'm you know I'm a pensioner for six years, so I don't know what is happening inside the system. Right. I do. Be, I, I just have to believe that they are taking that into consideration. This is my own uh, assessment, and I truly hope that I will be totally wrong. I do hope so as well. But uh, listen, it, unfortunately, there's been there's been mistakes made. That's how this was was uh, was allowed to happen. And although we're not over focusing on that, that is something to to bear in mind. Does Hamas still have the capability? to inflict real damage in the south in terms of a terror attack? Uh, um, Unfortunately, yes, we see, you know, it's uh, out of the news most of the time. But every day there there are terror uh, rockets attacks uh, towards Israeli cities. You know, my kids going three times per day to the shelters, coming back and forth. uh, And there are dozens of dozens of rockets that are being fired every day still from the Gaza Strip, because they, they only yesterday it was revealed that inside the Luna Park, they just uh, put uh, launchers inside, uh, that, inside the ground. So they have some those kind of facilities inside the grounds in many, many places, very simple, very hard to detect. 
and they're still firing, unfortunately. That's what I keep wondering. Is, 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 fire, is, uh, is rocket, I mean, given the amount of, of, um, uh, sites that have been bombed, given the fact that the IDF is in the area now, it is quite remarkable that they are still able to continue firing rockets at, uh, at Israel. Yes, it's, um, as I said, they are, they are using, you know, they build this infrastructure for 15 years inside tunnels and inside holes that are being, uh, covered by other things. Uh, the Luna Park is the one example. Yesterday also, uh, they found 10, 10 launchers, uh, that are being uh, hidden inside, uh, water containers. So they, they build this infrastructure for very, very long. It's not like a normal military. So uh, they're using this uh, infrastructure still. It's, uh, that's the reason that IDF went inside. Otherwise, you cannot clean mm, no those uh, threats from the Gaza Strip, yeah. unfortunately. And, uh, and unfortunately, that is where we leave it. We'll certainly chat with uh, Dr. Ayal Pinko again. He's a former senior in the intelligence office. He's a research fellow at the Begin Sadat Center for Strategic Studies, talking to us about the posturing, the international posturing, the lining up of the two sides on this war, and his concern that November 11th is a day for another potential attack. It is 8.30.